Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, listener, listeners, and thank you so much for joining me tonight for Be Free Ministries NC Live. As you know, it is always such a pleasure, such an honor to come into your home to join you for what the Lord is calling us to do, for sharing with you what God is calling for us to speak to you. So I thank you for joining me tonight. I thank you for joining Be Free Ministries Live as we share God's love, as we teach God's word, as we tap into what the Lord would have for us. Amen. And so thank you again for joining us from your home, your car, your office, wherever you may be at this time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. You know, I was talking to two of my uncles on Father's Day, and I was telling them how I was like, I just wonder, does God get tired of me saying thank you? Because I tell him all the time, I'm just like, God, I thank you, you know, for my new home. Thank you for my life. Thank you for activity in my limbs. I thank the Lord for everything. And so to show appreciation to you as listeners to our broadcast is just wonderful to be able to say thank you for joining Be Free Ministries. Thank you for supporting our ministry. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. Thank you for being a part of the Be Free Ministries family. So I want you to know that you are truly appreciated. Amen. You are appreciated by Be Free Ministries. God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your goodness, for your mercy, for your grace, for your kindness toward us. Father God, we ask that you be with us during this time of teaching, Lord God, as we tap into our healing. Healing is our portion, hallelujah, and I thank you for your word tonight that with your stripes, with Jesus' stripes, we are healed. I thank you for the list of scriptures that we're going to go through tonight as we declare healing over ourselves, healing over our families, healing over our friends, hallelujah. God, I pray, Father God, that Holy Ghost power will touch everyone under the sound of my voice and that healing will come forth for everyone under the sound of my voice and that that healing power will flow through them to everyone that they uh, touch this week. God, I love you. Oh, God, I honor you, and I bless your name in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I love talking about healing. So I preside at my church usually once a Sunday. Usually on second Sundays is my Sunday to preside. And I mean, almost every single time, I would say maybe 80% of the time, I'm going to talk about God's healing because there is always times in our lives, throughout our lives, that we need to be healed. And I'm not just talking about physical healing. Yes, we have ailments in our bodies, um, sickness, germs, bacteria, you know, infections come on our bodies, pains, aches come on our bodies. So, yes, God is a healer of our physical body, but God is also a healer of our emotions. 
that is also a healer of our mind, our mental state. Because sometimes, man, when you deal with people, sometimes it can hinder or hurt your emotional state. For example, people like think about teenagers who are bullied. That bothers the emotional state of a teenager. Think about you yourself. You know, if you're in a um, not so pleasant relationship, possibly an abusive relationship, you're living with this man, with this woman, you're married to them, you're dating them, and they use um, verbal words against you, that can mess with your emotional state. Or they mistreat you, that can mess with your emotional state. Or even for those of us who work, you know, if we have a supervisor who is not godly, or even if they are a godly person, sometimes they just don't lead correctly or lead in the way that God would have them to go, and they can be abusive, or they can be a micromanager and make our job harder. Sometimes that messes with our emotional state, and even all those situations that I just explained can mess with our mental state. It can get our emotions off kilter, cause us to doubt ourselves, causes us to be in fear, causes us to um, just be frazzled and nervous. And even with our mental state, it can cause us to think negatively about ourselves. It could cause us to um, lack self-esteem. It could cause us to not be able to function in a healthy state uh, in our lives. And so we're talking about healing on every level, (laughs) our emotional healing, our mental healing, our physical healing, and even our spiritual healing. I know I have talked to, and I'm sure you have too, uh, quite a few Christians who have been hurt in the church. And as a result, they have turned their way from turned away from God. They have turned their back on God. They have decided not to be a Christian anymore. They have decided to not attend church anymore because they've been hurt in the church. Whatever that looked like, um, perhaps the pastor or other leadership was abusive, or maybe leadership took advantage of that individual. But just for various reasons, people have turned away from God. They have turned away from the church, and that spiritual healing which is also an emotional wound, a mental uh, um, illness, but it's a spiritual healing, a spiritual, excuse me, illness that has caused them to turn away from God, and they need some spiritual healing. I know a friend of mine that has a cousin, we talk about her often, um, or occasionally, I should say occasionally. We've been talking about her more often lately because she's been on my friend's mind. But she actually has a prophetic gifting, but because she got hurt in the church, she's actually into the occult now. You know, she's using her her prophetic gifting in a perverted way to promote the the enemy's uh, kingdom. And it's so unfortunate because my my friend, you know, believes that she's a mighty woman of God. I don't know her personally, so that's what I'm going by what my friend is saying. Believe she's a mighty woman of God, but she has turned from the church. So we pray for her spiritual healing so, so that she can come back to God and be all who God wants her to be. Amen? Amen. So we're going to tap into the healing scriptures so that we can not only declare healing again over ourselves, but we can declare healing over our children. We can declare healing over our husband. We can declare healing over our wife. We can declare healing over our parents, over our sisters, over our brothers, over our cousins, even declare healing over our coworkers. Yes, I have declared healing over my coworkers. They, my two instructional assistants are older than me. 
And, age, you know, as far as aches and pains, age doesn't matter. But, you know, they talk about their age and about the different things that they are experiencing in their body. And so, yes, we, we pray for each other. And, yes, we declare healing over each other. Yes, we have prayed in the classroom. <laughs> Amen. Because God can heal us wherever we are. It could be in the church. It could be in our car. It can be in the living room, in the kitchen. And, yes, it can be in the classroom. Amen. Amen. So we are going to just go through these healing scriptures. I think I'm going to do more reading of the scriptures that the Lord has given us, more so than I'm going to do teaching tonight. Amen. And I want you to hear these scriptures. I have a lot of them. I will put them on our Blog Talk Radio site so you don't have to write them down right now unless you just want to. But we are going to go through these scriptures. I want you to hear what the word of the Lord is saying because, see, it's God's word that will not return into him void. Amen. It's God's word that when we send it out, it will accomplish much. (laughs) So God's word is what saves us, heals us, and yes, delivers us. So we're going to go through God's word tonight. So the principal scripture I want us to focus on, well, let me me back up first. Let me back up because I did write a few notes. And so I want us to understand as sons and daughters of God, we have benefits. We have benefits as as sons and daughters of God. So let me give you what the definition of benefit is. So benefit is an advantage. It's an advantage. And so I love the benefits that I have as an employer. I have health benefits. I have dental benefits. I have vision benefits. I have benefits of retirement. I have... um, what we call the flexible spending account is the government program. I have that benefit. And there are other benefits that have been offered to me that I chose, you know, not to take because they were not needed or an advantage to my life. So, I mean, I love me some benefits now. I love me some benefits. And and not only do I love my employer benefits, but I love my benefits being a daughter of Christ. And one of my benefits is, according to Isaiah 53 and 5, But he, meaning Jesus, was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And what? With. The Bible says with, not by. The Bible says with his stripes we are healed. That's a benefit. That, as a daughter of God, that is my portion for me to be healed. Also, promise. This is a promise that God has declared for us, and a promise is a declaration that something will or will not, but something in this case will be done or will be given. The promise of healing, it will be done. The promise of healing will be given because that's what the Bible says, that with Jesus' stripes, I am healed. Now, before we go into the healing scriptures, I want to I just put, put a pen here to share this with you. So I know a lot of times people will say, well, my son was sick or my, my husband had cancer or my wife had cancer or my parent got sick and I was praying that God will heal him or heal her. I was declaring the scriptures of healing over that loved one, but they passed away. So I want us to understand that sometimes, and hear me clearly, hear me good, God chooses how he wants to heal us. I'm going to say that again. God chooses how he wants to heal us. 
Sometimes the Lord will heal us supernaturally. We get sick with cancer or diabetes or high blood pressure or we have an infection, and God can heal us supernaturally. No medicine is needed. No surgery is needed. God just showers his healing uh, uh, balm upon us, and we are healed, okay? God can also use medication to heal us. Yes, he has given man the the wisdom for modern medicine, and there is medication to help heal us, so we can, medication can be used to heal us. God can use surgery to heal us. Back in 2001, I got very sick, and I waited so long because I was so afraid to have surgery. And I was waiting for God to heal me supernaturally, but I ended up having surgery in 2009, and that is the way that God chose to heal me again. He gave man wisdom for modern medicine, and so that is the way that God chose to heal me, and I haven't had any problems since then. So God can choose supernatural healing. God can choose medication to heal us. He can choose surgery to heal us, but also God may choose to take our loved one home. My grandmother passed away in 2012 from uh, complications due to cancer, or, you know, there was sclerosis and, and cancer is what ultimately was the illness that took her home. I didn't want my grandmother. I loved my grandma. I still love my grandma. Um, but God chose to take her home. And so let me let me give you the definition of healing. Let me see where I wrote it. I think oh I actually put it on my paper here. So this is the definition of healing. To mend, cure, make whole, return to original state of health. Sometimes God chooses to return us to our original state of health by calling us home with him. So I want us to understand sometimes God chooses to heal our loved ones by taking them home, by alleviating their suffering, alleviating their pain by taking them home, okay? So please understand it's not up to us. If we are asking God to do something for us, we must trust that the way he chooses to answer us is in our best interest, okay? So supernatural healing, healing by medication, healing by surgery, and sometimes God heals us by calling our, our healing by calling either us home or by calling our loved one home. Amen? Amen. All right, I just wanted to get that because some people say, well, God didn't hear me, or I don't trust God, or God didn't do what I asked. Well, you know, God has a plan, and he's going to work his plan way above our plan. Amen? Amen. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that we understood that. So let's get into our healing scriptures. Amen? Psalm 118 and 17 says, I love this scripture. I Now, look now, and look now, what I just told you, this probably contradicts what I just told you, but I'm going to declare it anyway. I shall not die but live. And declare the works of the Lord so my soul can either live here on heaven and, I, and I'm healed or my soul can live in heaven with Jesus and I'm healed. So either way, I shall not die because if we're saved, we have eternal life. We're going to live forever. Amen. So I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. Jeremiah 30 and 17, but I will restore. This is the Lord talking, y'all. This is what the Lord said. I, but I will restore you to health and heal your wounds. 
declares the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what God declares over us. The Lord is speaking here, and he says, but I will restore you to health and heal your wounds. Amen. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 33 and 6 says, nevertheless, I will bring health and healing to it. To it, whatever that it is, whatever that illness is, whatever that sickness is, nevertheless, I will bring health and healing to it. I will heal my people and will let them enjoy abundant peace and security. Amen on that. Praise God for his word. Amen. Praise God for the promises that the Lord has declared over us in his word. Amen. Psalm 30 and 2 says, Lord, my God, I called to you for help, and you healed me. Hallelujah. I called to you for help, Lord, and you healed me. Psalm 6 and 2 says, Have mercy on me, Lord, for I am faint. Heal me, Lord, for my bones are in agony. Sometimes our sickness goes to the bone. It goes to the marrow. But God can heal even to our bones, even to our marrow, to our blood vessels, to our capillaries, to every organ. God can heal. Heal me to my very bones, God. My God. Psalm 41, 2 and 3 declares, The Lord protects and preserves them. They are counted among the blessed in the land. He does not give them over to the desires of their foes. The Lord sustains them on their sickbed and restores them from their bed of illness. Amen. You might be laying on your sick bed. God may decide to call you home, but God may decide to release his healing power over your body and heal you right there on your sick bed. Amen. Hallelujah. Psalm 103, verses 2 and 4 says, Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. There's that word benefits. Amen. Who forgives all your sins and heals your diseases. Up, oh, not only heals your diseases, but heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Amen. Hallelujah. Psalm 147 and 3, it says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Hallelujah. There's that brokenheartedness. You can be broken of heart, broken of spirit, but God can heal your wounds. Those hurts from the past, that abuse, that molestation, that sexual assault, those words that were, were, were released against you, God can heal your broken heart. Hallelujah. He can, your life, your emotions, your heart, your mental state might be shattered in a million pieces, but Jesus can take those million pieces and fashion them back together and heal your heart and heal your emotions and heal your fragmented state. You might be suffering from schizophrenia, you might be suffering from bipolar disorder, you might be suffering from multiple personalities, you might be suffering from just a broken mindset because of all the abuse you have experienced in your life, but God can heal, God will heal, God declares in Psalm 147, 3, he heals 
the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. God is a healer. So so let's talk a little bit about now that we've heard those those uh scriptures about healing, our physical healing, our emotional healing, our mental healing. Let's just talk about a couple of other facets of um of 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 uh, sickness and illness. Thank you, thank you, Lord. I'm, I'm kind of reading my notes and talking to you at the same time. So, so there's one thing that we need to understand. Sometimes we might be suffering from physical healing because we have unconfessed sins. Okay. Sometimes we have unconfessed sins. Sometimes we have not asked God to forgive us from the sins that we've committed. We may have spoken. Harmfully to someone by speaking negative words to them We may have um, hurt our children by not training them up in the way of the Lord We may have been the one to have abused someone or bullied someone We may have committed fornication or adultery or lied or gossiped um, gossiped about someone So we may be suffering from physical ailments because we have unconfessed sins. We are harboring those things that we have done or those things that we have said that are not pleasing to God. But guess what? There is a scripture for that. The word of the Lord declares in James 5 and 6, Therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other. So that you may be healed The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective Now I want you to understand That we we do not have to confess our sins to man So that man can forgive us, okay Like we don't have to go Like I know the Catholic Church They do have confession And their membership goes to the priest They confess their sins, they say they Hail Marys, and that is their process of forgiveness. There could be other things that they do, but that's one thing I know that happens in the Catholic Church. So we don't have to go to a priest to get our sins forgiven. We can simply go to the Lord for ourselves, ask the Lord to forgive us, repent from that sin, and God will forgive us. But there are some times, you all, according to the word, that we confess our sins to someone else. For example, if I hurt someone, I need to confess to them that sin. I hurt you. I said words that were harmful to you. I said words to you that hurt your feelings. And I need to confess my sins to you because not only do I need to ask God to forgive me, but I need to come to you and ask you to forgive me. I need to come to you and get it right. The Bible says in Matthew, and I didn't write this scripture down because I didn't think about it at the time, But, oh, I'm going to try to find it. Um, Let me look it up while I'm talking to you. But it talks about in Matthew that we are, if we have ought with our brother, that before we come to God, we need to go get that ought right. We need to go get that sin right. We need to go get that wrongdoing that we committed against our brother and our sister. We need to get that right so that God can forgive us. Amen. Okay, so I'm going to look it up as I'm talking to you. Um, So we sometimes do need to confess I had a friend I'm going to share this testimony with you 
I had a friend. We're not friends anymore. We since our lives have taken us in different directions. But at the time we were friends, the Lord allowed us, you know, to be a benefit of each other, to pray with each other, to help each other, to encourage each other. But there was a time where um, as we were, as our friendship was coming to an end, um, we were at a ministry together. I actually left the ministry, and uh, word came back to me from some other sisters and brothers of mine that she was uh, spreading lies about me. She was actually slandering my name. And um, and so I prayed about it. You know, I didn't harbor any ill will against her, but I had to pray about it. And also the way our friendship ended, it was it was it was not the best ending. Um, and so I prayed and I asked the Lord, God, like, what do you want me to do about this situation? And the main reason why I prayed this was because I, I didn't allow that particular situation to hinder me as far as the slandering, but there were other things that happened after that that I really began to harbor unforgiveness in my heart towards her. I really began to hate her. I really wanted God to avenge me. I wanted to seek revenge. I wanted God to get her. God, you said vengeance is yours, you know, and I wanted God to get her, like punish her, God, for these wrong things that she has done against me. And do you know what God told me to do? God said, pray for her. God said, you need to intercede for her. And I did. I didn't like it. I'm, yes, no, I'm admit I did not like it, but I did. I began to intercede for her. I began to intercede for her. And so I interceded over a period of time, and I, I realized that God was changing my heart. He had begun to change my heart. <laughs> it wasn't about her. It was about me. I needed to change my heart. And so the time went by. And God said, I need you to gift her. I need you to get some gifts for her. Gift her. So I had to go out and I bought what, what the Lord told me to get for her. And I ended up giving it to her, gifting her with that gift. I didn't want to do it, but I did because God told me to. And so, um, you know, that happened and God still began to change my heart, began to change my heart. And do you know, eventually I was able to forgive her and I was able to confess my sins to her and ask her to forgive me for the wrongdoing that I committed against her. Did she ever come back and say anything? No. And that's okay because it wasn't about her, it was about me because I have to make sure that my heart is right before the Lord. I can't worry about you or anybody else. I have to make sure that my heart is right before the Lord. So I had to confess my sins to her and ask for forgiveness. And I I think she did forgive me at that moment. I can't really remember, but I was obedient and did what the Lord asked me to do. So I had to confess my sins. And do you know what? I I I I, I remember how I felt during those times when I was harboring that unforgiveness against her. I did not feel well. Like mentally, I was not well. Emotionally, I was not well. Um, and once I began to do what God called me to do, and um, I begin to forgive her, pray for her, give that gift to her, and I re- begin to release that uh, unforgiveness that I was harboring. God healed me. God healed me. There were some other situations and other individuals that are coming to my mind that I actually had to go to them and ask them to forgive me for the wrong that I committed to them. I went to my sister and my brothers. When we were younger, I'm the oldest of my three siblings, or it was four of us, I'm the oldest. And so I used to watch my siblings sometimes, and I was not – 
nice to them sometimes. I was really mean to them. And and I would even at, at, at go as far as to say I was abusive towards them because I was so angry that I had to watch them. I, I grew up in a single-parent home, so my mom had to work. A lot of times I had to watch them. Like, I remember my 16th birthday. I had, you know, I, I planned for my 16th birthday, but I couldn't do anything because I had to watch my sisters and brothers, like, all day from morning to the evening. And so I was not kind to them. And so when I went to college and really began to um, – get closer to the Lord, God told me to go back and ask them for forgiveness. So I remember I was in my 20s, and I asked them, I asked my sister, I asked my brothers, I said, will you all, and I think I, I can't remember if I talked, I think I talked to them together, if I'm not mistaken, um, as opposed to talking to them individually. I think I pulled them together, and I talked to them about how I used to treat them, and I asked them to forgive me. I asked them to forgive me for the way that I treated them, and thankfully they did. I, I, they forgave me, and I I don't remember being sick or anything about that, but I had to confess that sin so that God could heal me, could heal my heart, because I did I, – I, I can say that I was sick in the respect I was so guilty. Like, I felt so guilty about the way that I treated them. And, you know, guilt can eat away at our emotions, and it can eat away at our mental state. So I would say that it made me ill, you know, because I felt so guilty about the way that I treated them. So I did confess to them. Um, I'm sorry, you know, I, I know I was mean to you, I know I was disrespectful, I know I yelled at you and hollered at you, please forgive me. And thankfully they did. I also went back and repented to my mom for the way that I treated her when I was younger and as a teenager. Again, the same situation. I, You know, getting closer to the Lord, the Lord will reveal your heart to you. He will reveal who you are to you. And sometimes when we see ourselves, the truth of who we are, sometimes it's ugly. And but I went back to my mom and I asked her, Mom, please forgive me for the way that I treated you, especially when I was a teenager. God, please forgive me. Please forgive me for all the times that I was disobedient to you, for all the times that I yelled at you, for all the times that I talked back to you. Please forgive me. And my mom did forgive me. And there's other people in my life um, that I had to go to and I had to confess my sins to them. I had to confess that I mistreated them or I was disobedient for leadership. I was Forgive me. Okay, so when we do that, when we confess our sins, God will heal us. He will heal us. You know, so be mindful. If you're feeling ill in your body and you don't know where that illness is coming from, it really could be a physical illness going on, but it could be that you have some unconfessed sins. And you need to get that right. Amen. Get that right. If a person has already passed away, maybe it was your parent or your spouse that that person has already passed away and you're not able to go to them, just repent in your heart to the Lord and the Lord will forgive you. Okay? So, yes, we repent to God, but sometimes we need to go to that individual that we hurt, that person that we harmed, and we need to get it right so that we can be healed, totally free of that sin, totally free of that guilt. Arm, totally free of that hurt. Amen. Amen. So also let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. It says, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure. Sometimes when we allow temptation to come into our heart, we yield to that temptation, 
it can cause us a, a, a illness, a sickness. It could be just to our emotions. Well, I ain't going to say just to, but it could be to our emotions. It could be to our mental state, and we need to get that right with the Lord. Let me give you an example. Sometimes we are we know that fornication is a sin. We should not be having sex before we get married, but we're tempted. We engage in that activity, and we yield it to that temptation, get, engage in that activity. We need to go back and get it right with the Lord. We need to repent and ask the Lord to forgive us, okay? When we, um, it could be that you're tempted. Maybe you work in a business where money, a bank, or another business where money is flowing. Like I know there have been a couple of political leaders, or more than a couple actually, political leaders who have taken bribes or who have tapped into the county funds or the state funds or those federal funds and, and used it for personal reasons and not for those um, reasons that the office stated. And they've had to um, answer for that. Actually, a crime for them. They had to actually go back and answer for that crime, but. But, but either way, whatever we're tempted with, whether it's sex, adultery, money, lying, stealing, whatever the temptation is, we all experience temptation. We all are tempted one way or another, but God provides a way. And, and that temptation, if we yield to it, it can cause physical harm to our body. It can cause us to be sick in our mental state, in our emotional state, because we feel so guilty or we feel ashamed or we feel embarrassed for what we did, but God provides a way for us to escape, okay? God gives us a way not to yield to that temptation. You have the ability to turn away from yielding to that temptation, but if you do give in to the temptation, God provides us a way of escape to endure it so that we will not be physically harmed, so that we can be healed emotionally, so we can be healed mentally, so we can be healed physically as a result of the consequences of that uh, yielding, okay? We can be healed. Amen. Amen. I have just a few more scriptures that I wanted to clear over you. Um, Philippians 4 and 19, it says, And my God will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. The supplying of our need, when we need to be healed, God will make that um, will bring that supplication to us. He will provide the healing that we need, the mental healing, the emotional healing, the physical healing that we need, because he supplies all of our needs. A lot of times we just apply that scripture to money, but it means everything that we need. God supplies it for us. Money, yes. Our healing, yes. Our deliverance, yes. Our salvation, yes. Friendships, healthy relationships. Yes, God supplies all of our needs according to his riches and glory. First uh, Peter 2 and 24, it just reiterates what Isaiah 53 and 5 says. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we, we might die to sins and live for righteous, righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. Amen. Amen. The last scripture that I want to share with you, I love, love, love this scripture. It is Proverbs 17 and 22. It says, a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. I want us to focus on the first part of this scripture. A cheerful heart is good medicine. Sometimes it's just good to laugh. It's good to be happy. It's good to tap into joy. It's good to to just hee-haw, make jokes, 
enjoy your life because that's good medicine. If you are mean to people or you're always frowning or you always have negativity about you, God can't use that. God can't do anything with that. There's no joy in that. There's no peace in that. There's no happiness in that. But if we are joyful, if we live our lives in a happy state, in a joyful state, regardless of what comes in life, if we are happy, if we are merry, if we laugh, if we smile, that is good medicine. The Bible says that's good medicine. So I encourage us to be joyful. I encourage us to be happy. I encourage encourage us to smile. I encourage us to share words of encouragement to other people. Bless somebody who you see frowning. Bless somebody who you see is sad. Bless somebody who you see crying. That joy of helping them will cause your joy to overflow in abundance so that you can continue to share it. And as you sow those seeds of joy to other people, those seeds will grow and those individuals will begin to sow joy to others. Amen? So a merry heart doeth good like medicine. A cheerful heart or a merry heart is good medicine. Amen? Amen. So I thank you so much for joining us for our Tap Into Healing series. Look, y'all, tap into your healing. Declare healing over your body. Declare these healing scriptures over your body. Use the power. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Use the power of your tongue to speak life to your body, to speak life to your emotions, to speak life to your mental state, to speak life to your spouse, your children, your other family members, your coworkers, your friends. Speak life, and that life is healing. Amen. Speak the life-giving words of healing to yourself and to others. Amen. Amen. So thank you so much for joining us tonight for our Tap Into Healing series. It is such a pleasure to share God's word with you and to share um, the scriptures with you because let me tell you something. God's word is true. God's word is right, and God's word will not Return unto him void Amen Amen So God we thank you for this teaching tonight God we pray that we will tap into the healing That you have afforded us As your sons and your daughters Father God I pray that we will have faith And trust and believe that you are our healer Regardless of what our body is saying Regardless of the aches and pains we're feeling Regardless of the brokenness we are experiencing Help us declare to declare healing And watch that healing manifest in our body Watch that healing manifest in our soul. Watch that healing manifest in our mental state. Watch that healing manifest in our emotions. Our healing may not be immediate, but it is coming, God. So help us to believe it. Help us to trust you. Help us to lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge you so that you can direct our path. Help us to trust you as our healer. Even if we're taking medication, help us to trust you as our healer. Help us to declare the healing scriptures. Even if we have to endure a surgery, help us to trust you as our healer. Help us to release the healing scripture, scriptures over ourselves. God, help us to trust that with Jesus' stripes, we are healed. I declare and decree healing over every person under the sound of my voice. Healing to your physical body, healing to your emotions, healing to your mind. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 
Thank you so much for joining the broadcast tonight. I hope that you will join us next week at 6.30 p.m. as we continue to tap into the benefits, the promises that the Lord has given us in his word. We are also praying tonight at 7.30 p.m. The telephone number is 641-715-0861, access code 6. Seven five zero two one. If you want to know more about Be Free Ministries, visit us on our website at BeFreeMinistriesNC.Weebly.com. Like us on Facebook. We love to hear from you through our email at BeFreeMinistriesNC.Outlook.com. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to teaching you again next week by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And if nobody has told you that they love you, I love you. We at Be Free Ministries, we love you. This is Be Free Ministries signing off. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.